You're listening to Dismiss, an international school SUVA podcast series. Hello, I'm your host Jordan of House Grivendor. And the topic of today's episode is, or if you guessed, all things Harry Potter. Today, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, and I will allow them to introduce themselves. I'm Chuchu of House Slytherin. And I'm Dolly from House Ravenclaw. Just so everyone knows, since we're talking about this topic openly, we're going to be talking about all the books, so if you haven't read or watched all the films just i'm sorry there might be some spoilers one thing i really want to, i really like to talk about or i've noticed in the harry potter series is its world building associated with within the group and i'm referring to pure bloods mudbloods the half blooded and how they were treated in the series so what part of the books refer to these racial aspects and how does it influence the series let's see what um our two co-hosts have to say and what they feel about this. Well, I think it's actually a pretty good point. I've never really thought about it. But now that you bring it up, I actually think it's something well to think about. I can actually relate to uh, this because um, I think I know how Hermione feels. Um, Someone or a person from Slytherin called her a mudblood. And I feel like I can relate because lots of people nowadays are racist about skin color yeah and the thing that relates to us the most compared to theirs and the muggle world is that there are a lot of mixed race people now there are a lot of people who think that all people who are who are like of pure race or pure blood are always like the ones that are have proper privilege but that's not the case because the thing is um a lot of people are not perfect nobody's perfect even in magical standards the thing is that our flaws, especially some things we can't control, are what make you, you. That's what makes you, in a sense, unique and perfect in your own right. Also, you know how Ron is like more muggle, has has like more muggle aspects compared to us? Yeah. Like even though he's from a, a house of like a pure-blooded people. Mm-hmm. Like the Weasleys. And then I I think I say that because he's... He's like usually like the runt of the group and he has like and his identity is based off um second hand stuff he has. Basically his own identity is second hand. In like the second book, it showed like his wand being broken and then he had to like sell it a bit up to actually try and make it work. Or how like his robes were second hand. And his phobias is of spider, like his fear of spiders is, is just so relatable. Because even though he's like a wizard and even though he's an upcoming one, it's it's something he can't really get over. Yeah, I dislike I dislike spiders. Is there anything you want to talk about, Chuchu? Um, yes, actually. About what you said, how nobody's perfect, I would like to add that Cedric Diggory was indeed very perfect. <laughs> you wanna elaborate on that? Well, I just he just had such a great character. You know, his death, that was really sad. Okay, spoiler alert. 
And, you know, with all of the good characters' deaths, it, there's something that led up to it that you know, oh, they're probably going to die now. But with Cedric, it's just they ended up in that graveyard, and then, bam, uh, Voldemort just went killed the spare, and then he just died. That was very sad. He didn't do anything wrong. Mm, yeah. Well, um, I actually have a question. What What scene or part did you enjoy the most? For for me personally, it was specifically within the last book or movie. It was, um, Sirius Black, not not Sirius Black, Severus Snape. Sorry, um, like his death because because when we read the books, he was painted as a character that we didn't want to like. Like he seemed so dark, like over the top, and like he was a loner and really didn't. Like, he didn't really stick with us, and pretty sure that's how J.K. JK Rowling wrote him, because he's the type of character that we don't want to ep- empathize with because he's just so, so off-putting, you know? But then at the end, when he dies, and then he has a flashback of, of like, um Lily, like Harry Potter's mom, it was actually really sad, because at a very young age, she was the only friend he had, and from his point of view... Harry Potter's dad James actually uh, took her away from him, and that's what um, that's what uh, that's the reason why Severus Snape acts so strangely towards Harry Potter because he wants to take revenge out of the the physical embodiment of the father, but then also he wants to try and try and apologize to Harry Potter because she he has physical aspects of the mom as well. So one of my favorite scenes from the movie was actually in the Goblet of Fire, the Yule Ball, because I just really enjoyed how everything went and all like the different uh, schools, they got together and were just having fun, even though they're like fighting against each other for the cup. Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah, I just thought that was really good. And then like Moody, who was also there, he was like tapping his foot, which was very funny. So yeah, that was my favorite scene. I laughed so hard on that part. It was, it was just hilarious. Yeah, and then like the school janitor, I forgot the name, but he's a cat. He was like dancing along with the cat. That was really funny. The part I enjoyed was in the book. Uh, the Chamber of Secrets. I like that because I think his name was Tom Riddle. Yeah, Tom Riddle. He he made this book and then Harry Potter he could talk to him like writing writing on that book. And then at at the end when he destroyed that book, I kind of felt um relieved and happy. I don't I don't know why it's just it's just a part of me where I'm really happy that the that the enemy dies. I think it's because you know, um, he he did something awful to Ginny. Like yeah, he set like a part of um Tom Riddle uh, mind controlled um Ginny to actually write those horrible messages on the wall. He you know poisoned her so that she's like lying de- like lying corpse like on the floor, and you know getting. Harry serving like justice to degree for doing such awful things is kind of relieving and the fact that you know one seventh of his soul just got destroyed so that's 
a closer part of uh, Voldemort getting defeated. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Tom Riddle's uh, name was I am Lord Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Uh, choo-choo. I wanted to talk about some of like the fans and what they've reacted to the Harry Potter series. Like those fans who go to Universal and, you know, buy those robes. No, not those. I would like to uh, talk to some of the uh, fan fiction people of making Hermione and Draco fan fiction. That was actually going to be canon, but J.K. Rowling thought that it would be too much of a twist and just made Hermione go with Ron instead. So that was something we were robbed of. (laughs) Um, Some of the other fan-made stuff would be like, I don't know if you guys heard of this, maybe you could like listen to this after it. It's the Harry Potter in 99 seconds and the Hogwarts puppet show thing. It's pretty well known. And, you know, if you've been in the Harry Potter fandom for a while, you should know those stuff. Voldemort, uh, Voldemort, ooh, Voldy, <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> I have another question. What interested you in Harry Potter when you first watched or read them? For me, like, since I watched it at a very young age, I just got instantly hooked on with the magic. And then since I was small, I, I thought I was, I thought I, I could relate to Harry even though I was, like, six and he was, like, 11 in the first movie. You know, because when I was six, I used to wear glasses and I thought, oh, I'm Harry Potter now, I wear glasses. <laughs> That's one quality I have relating to him. <laughs> and I have the exact same hair as him. Black and, um... Like, broom-like. Honestly, I couldn't relate because, um... (laughs) I kind of wanted to be like Harry Potter, but too bad I'm a girl. And so when I was younger, I would have, like, shorter hair. And I would wear my mom's glasses, too. Yeah, yeah, that's... Oh. The wands and the spells, they were really cool. And I like the idea of, like, um, getting put into your house. Like, based on your personality. Like, in my opinion, it's very similar to um, what most schools ha- have. is like four houses. You get put into one house. Your siblings get automatically put into the house you're in. Except in Harry Potter, your sibling doesn't necessarily have to be in the same house as you. It just also depends on their personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, another thing I noticed is that in the main story of Harry Potter, like, like they, they focused more on the Gryffindors and the Slytherins and how they, like, um, rival each other. But then, in my opinion, they don't really um, expand on, like, how how Hufflepuff and how Ravenclaw, like, um, be a part of the full story because they usually focus on Gryffindor and Slytherin. Mm-hmm. So what got me hooked into the Harry Potter series was I first started reading it when I was in year three, when I when English wasn't really my strong point yet. So I thought it was so cool of me to read that book, which was really thick at the time for me. And I just thought that was so impressive. I managed to read that. And I just carried on because it was interesting. Oh, okay. That's interesting. What got me interested into Harry Potter was... Um, honestly, it was just because... All my friends are like, oh, have you watched the movie Harry Potter? Yeah, it's so good. And I'm like, am I the only one that hasn't watched this? 
And so when I started watching it, I was so intrigued. And uh, and yeah, I ever since then I started liking Harry Potter. Do you have any other questions you want to ask or you want to explain something you think you feel about the series? Not really. I've talked about most of what I want. Oh, yes, there is actually something else. We all know Harry Potter from book 1 to 7. That's all really good. But not many of you may know of The Cursed Child. I would just like to say that The Cursed Child was a huge disappointment and I was very sad reading it. So The Cursed Child it was created by J.K. Rowling and this two other dudes whose name I forgot and they just made the script. It talks about Harry's second oldest child, Albus Severus Potter, his life at Hogwarts and it was just so disappointing reading it. There wasn't any proper plot to it. I guess there was, but there just the leading up to it was just too sudden. And then could you imagine that Voldemort had a daughter that Wait, was he did? horrifying? Yes, just the snake. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> I just uh. uh and I'll just pop in here. Teacher helper. I will say just for clarity, it's a two-part play. It's a stage show. Oh. So a lot of people don't realize it you might go to see the show, but you might only see half the story. And so it actually premiered both in the West End and in New York's Broadway. Theater-wise, it was very well renowned, but yes, it was a very controversial take on a sequel to the entire Harry Potter series and some people loved it and some people reject that it is in existence. <laughs> it has a great soundtrack though. The music is really pretty awesome. That's interesting. So for you guys, uh why would you recommend the books in the movies? Um I would recommend the book more not because I read the book first and didn't exactly finish all the movies but because there's so much more detail in the book i guess the movie's great with all the action and stuff but if you really want to know the storyline you've got to read the books if you're just there for fun and for the action then sure you can watch the movie you can also do both yeah i prefer both because the movies actually have like more detail in the detail wise like as an imagery for the movie it it incorporates like two senses you know because the sound and the imagery and then for the books it's also really good because the books have more detail in it and more um and more stuff and uh, chapters that the that the stories in the movies haven't covered yet and that's because you know to save time in order to make it more easy to make So if you're more interested in the action of the of the series I recommend that you watch the the movies and if you are and if you are like a diehard fan and you want to know a lot more about the story in general um read the books because they have a lot of us uh, a lot more stuff. Mhm. Yeah. Um I agree with I would I would uh, recommend both because um For the book, if you read the book, it makes a lot more sense cuz it has the storyline. But for visual learners, if you guys want to 
watch the films, then yeah, sure, go ahead. They're both good. They're both um very good. Thank you so much for listening to the end of this podcast. Please keep on listening to this podcast. Um, we really appreciate it. And yeah, I'm gonna go to Hogsmeade. All three of us are going to Hogsmeade to get a drink. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.